Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That Podcast. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for pressing play and thank you for putting up with my ass. Y'all know at this point, it's a quarterly podcast and y'all know that. Y'all know that about me at this point. Today, I want to come on here specifically say, one, how y'all doing? I hope y'all doing good. We made it through the summer. We still got a lot of bullshit going on, but we are pushing through we're being strong about this chaotic world that we're living in and uh you know we're, we're about to head into a metrograde a retrograde <laughs> a metro booming grade <laughs> but yeah be be um be woke about that that is coming soon <laughs> i said metrograde my lord anyways what did i come on here to talk to y'all about this is gonna be a quick episode because i got one thing on my mind and one thing only and that is this year's 2021 video music awards hosted by mtv and they're on their 20 year anniversary as a matter of fact we had madonna open up the show giving very much stiff face giving very much diaper booty I feel like, and I was talking alive to some of my friends because I used to flood the timelines on Facebook, but now I have accumulated all these coworkers and people that, you know, are high places. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be flooding the timeline with nonsense. I, I love nonsense, but you know, I got to take it down a notch. I'm 33 now. So I got to act like I got a little bit of sense. But anyways, I was on live last night and I saw us talking to my little group of four or five people and we were chatting about the VMAs last night. And, um, um, I feel like Madonna, like at one point in her life, she's 63 years old and don't get me wrong. She is very vibrant and exuberant for 63. Um, but that face though, and we're not, mm, the face is stiff. Uh, we could tell that she has got a little bit of filler here and there, a little bit of everywhere and probably all at the same time. Cause in, in cross comparison, we had Cindy Lauper come out on stage later on in the night and she looks amazing. She looks very much <laughs> like an older white lady, but she looks great. She looks amazing. She looks so good. but. Madonna came out there. She said literally two sentences. Um, you know, she wanted to be recognized. She told you how to shut the fuck up when she was talking. Uh, not outwardly, but you know, she was like, let me talk real quick. Cause I, I can't hold all this information. I got to get it out. And she introduced the show. Um, from that point on y'all, I can't tell y'all much because at this point in my life, I have realized <laughs> that I am in my thirties. And I don't know all these kids today. There was a girl named Olivia Rodrigo, who I felt like was given very much a Paramore tease. Like I feel like she was still in the swag of Paramore and Haley Williams. And I didn't like that, but the kids of today do. And I do understand that these young artists do draw inspiration from, you know, artists' past. And so I have to deal with that and realize that I was once in the same boat um as a lot of these kids trying to defend my favorites against you know people that were at the time my age so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be too mean or abrasive about the shit but listen it was very hard to watch and the main reason i want to tell y'all that i even stuck around for three hours with them fooling around with them normani and chloe bailey 
Um, now I got some little treats in that I wasn't expecting, but I came for the girls. I came for Normani. I came for Chloe Bailey. Chloe Bailey is hot off the trails of releasing her the single and the video for Have Mercy, and I think I could say this very confidently that she's given Beyonce. Uh, but before we move on into like a lot of stuff, let's talk about Chloe really quickly. It's a lot of pressure, right? But she's she's busting out the motherfucking gate. And we do realize that she is giving baby Beyonce. And that is, it feels like a lot of pressure. I feel like she's got it in her. She's very um, talented all the way around. She has uh, producing capabilities. She knows how to play instruments. She knows how to vocalize. She knows how to sing very well, like really well vocalize, harmonize. Um, she's an actress. She's on Grownish. I've been watching her for the last few seasons. She's been on there since that show came out. So I was very excited. Her and her sister, Haley, Hailey, Haley, Haley. So I'm proud of all the things that she is in multiple bags at this time. Uh, and so now it seems like she's about to put a lot of effort into her music. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding her. A lot of people feel like she is being a little bit more sensual, seductive than she should be because the talent speaks for itself. I'm not one of those people. I actually look at Chloe Bailey as one of those people like, damn man, I wish in my early 20s I realized my the power and who I was very early on it seems like she recognized that and I'm not mad about it if she feels like you know I, I'm comfortable in sweats I'm comfortable being naked if I so choose and I'm comfortable with you looking at me naked and that don't gotta mean nothing than what it is it just is what it is and I, I, I admire that from her because a lot of women are growing up feeling like they have to shelter a lot of themselves and, 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 you know, dim their lights to a certain extent. And that doesn't mean like exposing your body holds you at a higher standard. It doesn't say that. I'm just saying she's very comfortable with who she is and, um, and what she looks like. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy for her. I'm, I'm excited about where she's going and what she's bringing to the table and possibly what this new album's looking like. Um, she looks like she's going to be spicy. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to whatever she's... I am curious. Let me be honest here. I am curious about what kind of body of work she's bringing. Um, because if we're doing this deep dive on how Chloe Bailey is the new Beyonce, Dangerously in Love was very much... I mean, we got crazy in love, but that was kind of a ballad heavy ass album for the amount of sex appeal that Beyonce was oozing. She really gave us vocals and ballads on Dangerously in Love. And I want to say, I want to say now I haven't listened to Dangerously in Love in a long time, but I want to say that the ballads almost overrode the club hits or the pop joints. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I wonder how she's gonna approach this first album situation, sans her sister Haley, and who Haley is going to become a whole different type of star in our own right because she just completed um, the Little Mermaid. So unfortunately, shout out to Kim Barbie, who is the one of my new favorite bloggers, uh, reported recently that 
this motherfucking movie is not coming out until 2023. And really, I feel like, I feel like y'all could have kept that shit. Y'all could have let us know that maybe, I don't know, like summer of next year instead of like, cause now like, we'll, uh, I don't know what, I feel like the pandemic has thrown off a lot of production and shit and how they announce things and let us know what's going on. Like, and I get it because I feel like we have been told about things being in production way in advance, excuse me. Um, before it's released but I feel like damn like damn like how long does it really gotta take like it must be a lot of post-production shit that they have to do because the pro- the promotion is there I feel I like feel like we waiting we we was hoping that it was gonna come out no later than Christmas maybe springtime next year y'all talk about 2023 okay well I wonder what Haley Bailey is gonna get into um following that because chloe is about to do nothing but skyrocket and i hope she's okay and i hope she's you know she's mentally there to deal with the amount of superstardom that she's about to witness for herself and that we're about to witness we're seeing like literally if you've ever watched american horror story and you watch the coven we're watching our new supreme literally rise and it's it's it's, it's good but while we're here talking about the vmas i do want to talk about chloe bailey's performance and for all the good things that I just spoke about her, I did not like that performance. Now, was she slain? Yes. Was the body there? Yes. Was the vocals there? Depends. The backtracks vocals were... And look, I'm not talking shit, but I just, I pay a lot of attention to these performances. Not to be nitpicky, because when I get to talking my shit about you, like when I'm amping you up, I want to be able to use those things that I've witnessed as a way to boost you. Now, I do recognize this was her first performance, guys. Coming off the heels of this very successful release and video, I think as of current that she has about 10 million views on that video. Now, it was a great ass video. Not even gonna lie to y'all, but she performed it at the VMAs. Um, I think, I wanna say she was, Nas, Lil Nas X performed before her. Cause there was only three performances that I was checking for. Lil Nas X, which I missed. I was putting my kids down to bed, but I got to see clips from the blogs and it was it was given what Lil Nas X came to give. He was coming to give us controversy. He was coming to give us pink. He was giving, he was giving us homosexuality in your face. Not gonna care about it because the girls have been giving us, you know, homosexuality in our faces for a long time. And this is the very first time, the the very much shock of a man doing it in the way that he's doing it. I'm not mad at it. Um, Moving back to Chloe. So she comes out, we're on the hills of the single, we're on the hills of this video. Everybody's like, damn, this shit is dope. And if you haven't watched the video, it's given very much, I'm the sorority girl and I got my, girls that's also in the sorority with me and all we do is is bag these motherfuckers these dudes and they come in and and they do what they want for us and then we turn their ass to stone it's given medusa medusa was the the vibe of that video um lots of great looks beautiful dresses beautiful gowns um a lots of great dance breaks in there uh a little homage i want to say to deja vu a little homage a a, a lot of homage to beyonce like she made it clear this is who i learned these things from um she's she's standing on top of the the house at one point in front of the on top of the sorority house at one point and she's doing this booty bounce that i remember (laughs) 
But I remember Beyonce doing in Grown Woman, where she has her back to the camera and she's just got her hands on her hips and she's like, pop, pop, pop. She did that. That was like first things first. That's it there. Then she gave us a dance break that gave me deja vu. The looks were there. It was an amazing video. It was a great video. And I was like, oh, this bitch is a problem. It's gonna, it's gonna be real out here for the R&B girls, the pop girls. Get ready, y'all. It's gonna be, it's getting crazy. Though y'all can exist, but can y'all really when Chloe Bailey step on the scene? Not sure. But the performance, I'm going to steal this from somebody I saw on Twitter as long as, as well as my friend Gia. What's going on with the with the earphone um, mic situation? The Janet Jackson joint to allow y'all the ability to be agile and mobile on the floor and move your arms and your legs and shit. And I also think that that's a, a big deal because one of the issues that I saw with Chloe Bailey's performance is they do these backtracks and they're not able to catch their own lip sync. As somebody who watches RuPaul, you know, I'm, I'm appalled. I need to see y'all match the lyrics. They're your lyrics. You wrote them in many cases. You know what I'm saying? So I, there were many times that I looked at Chloe when she first began that I was like, okay, she's not matching the lip sync. She's not, she not matching the backtrack. And that made me a little mad because I feel like Beyonce would never. And that is the issue with the comparison with Beyonce is because it's, it's, it's going to be so much pressure for her. So I really want her to be... Essentially, I want to grow to love whoever Chloe Bailey is as an artist. I don't want to keep doing that comparison to Beyonce because it's not fair to her. She has her own skill set, her own talents. And I want to get to know her and her lyrics and how she presents herself and how she creates. That's how I want to get to know Chloe. So, but it's hard. <laughs> it's hard right now because she's given us so much, especially for people my age, my peer group. We're looking at that and we are literally watching this this young girl become this new era's Beyonce. And only hoping, hoping really that y'all embrace her the way we embrace Beyonce. And it took a little while because a lot of people act like there was day ones of Beyonce and a lot of people were not day ones. We were very bad because a lot of people felt like she broke up Destiny's Child. That's a whole different, that's a whole different episode for a whole, different, uh, whole other day. All in all, the Chloe Bailey performance I, my assessment of that was, I saw a lot of stage. I saw some dancers, but for some reason, it feel like they took over the stage in a way that captured the audience's attention. Like, and this is just me sitting on my couch. I wonder how that would have felt me being an audience member. Um, some of the moments felt too contrived and, I don't know. I didn't all the way like it. Definitely probably give it about a seven out of 10. Um, then there's this controversy about, you know, a wardrobe mal malfunction, if you will. Um, one of my friends actually sent me a screenshot of the picture and was like, you need to break this. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing that. Of all the things to break, tell me, tell me, I don't know. I don't know what I'm willing to break if I ever get to that point in pop culture where I have to break news. There's certain things I'm willing to pass up. And that was one of them. And if you if you know, you know, it's probably on Twitter. If you, if you uh, search bar Chloe Bailey's name, you will see a little bit of controversy that went along with that, that performance. And I'm just not willing to because that's such a normal thing. Something that, now mind you, um, people are saying that it wasn't what we thought it was, that it was a tag. I personally don't know if I've ever seen a tag located in that region, 
But if that is what they said, then I'm gonna go with that. Um, overall, like I said, decent performance, but also a first time performance. So we're gonna give her grace. We're gonna know that she's probably, if she is, I don't know what her sign is. What is Chloe Bailey's sign? I feel like I need to Google that. What's Chloe Bailey's sign? She gives, she gives, she gives Virgo-ish vibes, but I think it's because I want her to be Beyonce. Um, I feel like I ain't gonna guess. Something in me wants to say a Capricorn, but y'all stand by. Let's see. Let's see. Age uh, sign. I'm really I'm invested. A Cancer. She's a Cancer, guys. All right, all right, all right. That's why she's so hard up about her sister, cause, cause Cancers is very much into. Let me not break down astrology right now. We are on the subject of the Video Music Awards for MTV. We talked a little bit about Chloe Bailey, like how I felt about that performance and, and how that came to be. I was very excited to see her do that. I feel like there's more to come there. I feel like she's probably going to be running the tape back and seeing what she can can perfect. And I, I feel like with each performance that we get from Chloe Bailey, it's gonna be a better performance each and every time. Not only that, but she's gonna challenge those vocals. And I don't know, maybe it was something that MTV said that no, we're definitely doing backtracks. Um, maybe they had to pay some fines because motherfuckers was cussing and shit. I don't know because it seemed like every artist on that stage was lip syncing and I didn't like it. And I feel like a lot of those artists are pretty much anti lip sync. Like I want to give y'all our vocals. Um, they did make sure those backtracks though sound like they were live, but <laughs> when the mic ain't next to your, your mouth and I hear, you know, you singing, that's a problem. So anyways, moving on the next performer that I was interested of, uh, of the night was Normani. Uh, now Normani has released the single Wild Side featuring Cardi B. Um, and I enjoyed the track. It was very rem reminiscent and it had an inter interpolation of One in a Million from Aaliyah. And, and the performance, y'all, it was good. <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. I loved it. I There was actually like, MTV was like, nah, we're not going to feature you this year, Normani. And there was like a bunch of people on Twitter that was like, I don't think so. Like, I think y'all need to add her on there. So last minute, I want to say last week, they were like, yeah, Normani girl, come on over and, and do your thing, whatever. And it turns out, I feel like she had the best performance of the night. Now, mind you, I sat through a lot of artists that I don't know intimately that I've never streamed. I've never seen a music video, um, but they were very popular. Still to this day, I haven't listened to a BTS song. I know I've heard of one because they're popular. They are commercial now. So I know I've heard them somewhere, but I don't necessarily pull up my Spotify or Apple Music and be like, let me listen to a little bit of BTS. And my friends are like really encouraging me to do that. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if that's my thing or my genre. Anyways, Normani came. Um, first off, shout out to Sean Bankhead, choreographer, getting his coin in 2021. I've been following him since his YouTube days. I believe he is a uh, a choreographer based out in uh, Atlanta, and he's just been he's just been slowly just 
followed this trajectory that I love to see, like worked with Cardi B on Up, worked with Normani and Cardi B on Wild Side, uh, just did Doja Cat's Pepsi commercial. Like he's really out here and uh, just doing his thing. One of my favorite choreographers actually. So he was behind some of the visuals or some of the choreography that you see in Wild Side. And Normani literally bought that video up on the stage. And that's usually what I feel like is the format for the the VMAs. Like you, you're supposed to, it's all about the visual, it's the video music awards. So I want to see you take over the whole stage. I want your choreography and your dancers to swallow the stage. I want you to give us a gag. Like I want you to give us a reveal. <laughs> like, because that's what the, the MTV musical, which this is not the Grammys. The Grammys is the place where you get up on stage with your gown and you get one spotlight and you're singing about your struggles. You're showcasing your vocal ability because that's what the Grammys call for. At the Source Awards, wait, <laughs> just showed my age. But at the Soul Train Awards, very much um the same vein of grammys except more black right um with a little bit of church music <laughs> but the mtv music awards or the vmas isn't it isn't that you know what i mean and and i so i'd be wanting y'all to put on a show or whatever and that's what normani did she brought the video up on that stage she brought that choreography up on that stage she stayed as much on that backtrack as possible. I could tell that she had a, a backtrack as well. She was lip singing a little bit. Um, and then she ended it with the surprise with Tiana Taylor coming out there and paying homage to Janet Jackson. Now, I don't know which tour it was. It was a tour that Janet Jackson used to bring this contraption out on stage and she would bring a young, fragile man up there and just would, I don't know, she would turn that man out in front of the whole world. Mm -mm -mm. Something else, but Normani did that with Tayana Teller. I want to say that that was a top tier performance. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. So <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about that performance. Like I said, I, I didn't really get to catch... I didn't get to catch Lil Nas X, but I, mean, I think I gave a little soft recap of, of that situation. Um, Lil Nas X is, he's courageous. And I, I fucks with him because of his, of that. He's not somebody that I'm, I'm pressing play on the streams. I'm just, I'm not listening to Call Me By Your Name. I'm not listening to internet. What's it called? Industry Plan? Even though Jack Harlow was on there. I was thinking, I thought that Jack Harlow was going to perform and he might've, cause like I said, I missed that whole performance. But anyways, moving on, who else performed that I care about? Busta Rhymes came out there and gave us pretty much a medley of all of the songs in, that he gave us from the 90s. And I was talking about this on my IG last night. We always give Missy Elliott her flowers. We're always talking about how much of an innovator she was with the visuals in the 90s. And if we had to give her a counterpart on the, the man side of that woman, it's going to be Busta Rhymes and it's going to be Busta Rhymes every single fucking time. There's, I can imagine in my head, the colors, the, the bizarreness of what he brought to the table, um, how it was always kind of a story, but it was also very goofy. Um, he could be sexy sometimes. He could be silly sometimes. Um, it, it, Busta Rhymes was that dude with giving us a good music video. Like I was always ready to see that. Um, there are just a lot of visuals from him that I'll never forget. And so I'm so glad 
that he was recognized, but I also wonder why he wasn't given like a video Vanguard award or something like that. Like, I feel like that's overdue. He's given us enough at this point. He hasn't released anything recently, but I feel like we deserve to give him something. And the way that a lot of our 90s artists are dropping these days, I mean, please let's deliver the flowers before it's too late out this bitch. And I put nothing on Busta Rhymes, but let's be honest here. It's like a lot, it's a lot of loss that we're experiencing in 2021. It's it's crazy, actually. Shout out to Michael K. Williams. I don't want to go too far on that, but I just, something about that hurt my heart. Something about DMX hurt my heart. So we'll take a short moment to say that. But realistically, at all the performances, that's, those are it. I think Camille Cabello, Cab- y'all know her damn name. Camille, Cab- the Fifth Harmony girl, the other one that's not Normani. She performed, Doja Cat performed, and listen, I get it. Um, I wanted to hear Get Into It, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like, when I heard Doja Cat was hosting slash performing i was like okay so we're gonna get we're gonna get get into yeah we're gonna get woman we're gonna get uh what's the other damn song um damn it's like i can see the music video on my head she's also really good with creating a visual uh kiss even kiss me more with scissor no she gave us some old interpretive dance bullshit that i know that the dance girls really love but i felt like because again this is the video music awards it's mtv you give the people the popular thing you know what i'm saying you don't introduce a b-side situation and you could because you can garner in new i guess i mean i shouldn't be so upset but i think it's because i was really looking forward to listening to get into ya hop up in a car that's a good song i like it <laughs> So I was looking forward to that, but she was doing her pink shit, flipping and doing um, the gymnastics and shit up in the air and then did some interpretive dance shit. And I wasn't even paying attention because I was like, whole time I was like, oh, she gonna do this for the beginning of the song and then she gonna do some get into it, yeah, afterwards. And that never happened. Um, I was disappointed, not gonna lie. It was a good performance. Like I gotta probably go back and run it back and, and appreciate it today. But last night I was not trying to hear none of that shit. Like I wanted, hop up in the car, get into it, yeah. <laughs> never, never That's what I wanted. So let's get into, um, let's, let's actually, I said it was gonna be a short episode, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut real quick right here. And then we're gonna talk about the nominee list and then some of my thoughts and opinions about these winners and losers. So we'll be right back. So y'all, we are back and we are still conversing about the Video Music Awards that was held yesterday. In this segment, we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the categories. And I'm gonna be clear, right here and right now, I'm not gonna be talking about any category that I'm not thoroughly familiar with, at least know about 75% of the people that were nominated. Like Best Latin, I'm just not privy to 
um, that side of the game. Um, K-pop, I'm not gonna talk about that because I, I just don't know, I don't know. And so I feel like I can't give a thorough opinion about any of those and who should have won and whatever the case may be. I do have some thoughts about a few of these other categories. So we're gonna discuss that right now. First category we're gonna talk about is best R&B. The nominees for this is going to be Beyonce, Blue Ivy, St. John. Now that makes sense. There was a St. John guy that was performing um, like sporadically throughout the ceremony. And I didn't know who he was, but now I do. He was on, he did a song with Beyonce. Okay, makes sense now. And Wizkid with Black Brown Skin Girl. Now, before we move on to the other nominees, I... This is the Beyonce impact right here because I could have swore this song was released like three motherfucking years ago, yet it keeps finding its way into everybody's categories still to this day. I'm a little confused, but I ain't gonna say nothing because it's Beyonce. Moving on, um, <laughs> we have Silk Sonic with Leave the Door Open. Chris Brown and Young Thug would go crazy. Giveon, Heartbreak Anniversary, her and Chris Brown for Come Through and SZA Good Days. And the winner for that, and I obviously, I felt like I knew in my heart, everybody ate up Silk Sonic. I knew Leave the Door Open was gonna win. I ain't got no problem with that. I feel like go crazy. And, and the bad thing with some of these R&B categories, it's not exactly what I would categorize as, as R&B. Like I wouldn't categorize Young Thug and Chris Brown with that. Now, everybody else, SZA even also has a weird R&B feel. It's not, it's not the R&B that I feel like I grew up on. But either way, I feel like Silk Sonic was the winners and they deserve to win. Um, best Hip Hop, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion with WAP, Drake and Lil Durk for Laugh Now and Cry Later. Lil Baby and Meg The Stallion with On Me, the remix. Moneybag Yo with Says Something. And Polo G with Rapstar also. Travis Scott, Young Thug, and M.I.A. with Franchise. Now, this is where I start to get in my feelings about certain things. Because I feel like if there was any winner, because listen, I'm gonna have to go back and play this Travis Scott, Scott song because I'm not familiar. Um, I'm not familiar with that song. And so when it won, I was like, mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure this was the best pick. I just, I, like I said, I gotta go run the song back, but it's not coming to mind. Like, I, I think I was so appalled last night that I didn't even realize, like, I don't know this song. And I probably do, maybe I heard it somewhere, but I just, mm -hmm. I felt like for sure Cardi B and Meg was gonna win for WAP or Drake and Lil Durk. It really could have been between them two or Moneybag Yo because Says Something was everywhere. It, it, and, and when I look at MTV specifically, I really think about impact. Um, Grammys are, Grammy shows, the people who are the board members or whatever the fuck, they really pick on a whole different other basis. It's not popularities, it's not billboard. They go off of writer's credits. They go off of production. They go off of the work that it takes to perform the song, organize the song. Like the Grammys has this whole thing of how they select winners, even though it'd be bullshit too. But I'd be thinking that, you know, MTV, 
um, Soul Train, all that. They're going off the popularity. They're going off of how the people felt about that music or the impact of that music. So again, I, I think I might have to go back and listen to this Travis Scott song, but for it to not even be like, a, I can't even think of the melody for that. I don't know, moving on, didn't agree with that. I felt like that definitely should have been Cardi B and Meg's or Drake and Lil Durk's because I heard Laugh Now and Cry Later a lot. Um, what's another category we're going to talk about? Best Collaboration, 24 Karat Gold and Ian Dior with Mood. Not sure how that song goes. Cardi B and Meg The Stallion with WAP. Doja Cat and SZA with Kiss Me More. Drake and Lil Durk with Laugh Now and Cry Later. Justin Bieber, Daniel Seaver, Caesar, and Giveon with Peaches. Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa, Prisoner. Now, I know Kiss Me More WAP and Laugh Now and Cry Later. And Peaches. Peaches was actually a really good song. I would have gave it to any of those, actually. Any of the ones that I just listed. But the winner of this category was going to be Doja Cat and SZA for Kiss Me More. Uh, again, I don't know if that would have even been the best collaboration. Um, I don't know. Let me stop bullshitting with y'all. I'm not about to go through. <laughs> I'm not about to go through all these categories. What I will say is, I think that Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion had the most um, nominations of this night. They walked home with nothing. So I was a little bit confused. Song of the year went to Olivia Rodrigo with Driver's License. Okay, also winning over Wap. Artist of the Year was Justin Bieber. Not mad at that. Not mad at that assessment. And then Video of the Year. Because Video of the Year was the last category that was being announced. At this point, Cardi B and Megan Stallion have nothing. So I'm pretty certain in my head, I'm like, they got to win this. Because if we rewind back to 2020 and we think about the buildup that led to WAP, um, the promotion that Cardi B does for herself is immaculate like nobody's rooting for their own material their own their own um music like cardi b does like she really is out here promoting herself she promotes any collaborations that she works on she's really out here doing it because these teams that are behind them fucking suck um and and she's been doing great with making sure that her name is out there whether or not you like or dislike her she's seen everywhere so I really appreciate Cardi B's hustle above anything. I might not always like particular songs that she releases, how she goes about maneuvering in, in the Twitter streets. But one thing I know is that Cardi B advocates for herself, her successes, and, and how she wants to be seen in this world. And so I, you know, I, I admire Cardi B for that. So when I got to video of the year, and they had won absolutely nothing whole time. I was like, this has got to be their moment because I don't understand why they wouldn't get shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm confused at this point and I want answers as to why. Because I feel like out of those categories, they deserved one of those things. They could have very easily won every category that they were listed in, but they didn't. And I understood that because they were up against, you know, good competition so i do but for them to walk away with nothing 
it gets my it gets my wheel spinning because it don't make no sense. So we get to video of the week, uh, video of the year, Cardi B and Megan Stallion walk. We got DJ Khaled and Drake pop star, which was a cute video. Doja Cat and SZA kiss me more, which is also like visually stunning. Like Doja Cat and SZA looked amazing. The the backstory to the song looked dope. She had the dude from Grey's Anatomy, if y'all watch Grey's Anatomy still, the Asian guy from there, he's so fine. Um, he was starring in there and it was like a video game. It was like super creative. I liked it. Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits, could tell y'all nothing about it. <laughs> could tell y'all nothing about it. Then we have Lil, uh, Lil Nas X with Montero. And I would be lying to talk any kind of crazy way about Montero because as much shock value as he produced for that song and video, it, it was just, it was a big F you to anybody that ever doubted, dude. And I really, I I, I messed with it. it. It was, trust me, it was appalling. It, it definitely was appalling, but in a very entertaining way. <laughs> Shoddy took a pole from heaven to hell, twerked upon Satan, and you know, and then killed him, I believe, at the end. You know what I'm saying? It was uh it was given very much black hole sun um pop edition. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I I've been showing my age throughout this whole episode. Go look up Black Hole Sun. It was a creepy ass video. And Montero gave creepy, but also with a dance break. And also, uh, <laughs> creepy with a dance break. We're going to settle for that, okay? So, and then The weekend Save Your Tears, which I think the most that The weekend did was have these crazy-ass prosthetics on his face. And I couldn't tell you what the song sound like. So, for me, looking at this category, I'm looking at WAP. I'm looking at Popstar, because it was cute. I'm looking at Doja and Montero. But because we've gone this whole ceremony without awarding Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, I'm like, okay, so they're definitely gonna take this home. They've gotta take this home. Because despite of the hype that Montero got, there had to be a WAP for Montero to happen. Stay with me now. There had to be a WAP for Montero to happen to a certain degree. There was some, there was some, it was ridiculous when WAP dropped. I told you I could be a rapper. It was ridiculous. The colors, the vibrancy, the choreography, the ass everywhere. Cardi B with those nipple shields and that leopard print. Megan looking like a zebra. Dancing in the water. Normani with her umbrella. Come on, bro. Shut up. The impact that it got from TikTok. It was everywhere. Everybody was listening to what? Fuck out of here. Had there not been a pandemic, all the bad bitches would have been at the at the, at the Halloween parties dressed as Megan and Cardi B. But because we was in a panini last year, we didn't really get to experience that. But anyways, I'm upset. I feel like it was a setup. And a lot of people said it's politics. They feel like, oh, you don't attend the fucking show that we not giving y'all no award, which is something I, I can believe in. I can believe in that. But I feel like there's many times 
Nah, they snub Beyonce. It's real. Oh my God, MTV sucks. But yeah. <laughs> I just felt like there's no way. And believe me, I'm not like no ultimate Meg or, or Cardi B stan. And I realize a lot of other artists have been done wrong by them too, but I just don't see it with all those nominations to, to not take anything home was crazy to me. Now there was a little bit of uh now I hate to roll into this. I hate to roll into this. But but that was the show. Doja Cat did a decent job performing. She she hosting. Um she gave us some some looks, some moments. Uh, I could tell that she was kind of out of her element, but she did a great job despite of. Um I want to say what are some other moments? That was it, guys, for the the 1989 and older crew, that was it for us. Uh, we should have went to bed early. I went to bed at like midnight last night because I decided to watch. And then I had to do my hair for work and I had to get my kids. Like it was a lot of shit going on that I feel like I can't put myself through this anymore. And I don't know. It would have to be a hell of a show with hella performances. Um, people I care about for me to do this shit again. I won't do that again. I will catch those highlights from Instagram next year. <laughs> I will stay up for, I'll stay up for the Soul Train Awards. The Soul Train Awards has really stepped this game up in in the following years, in the last few years. Um, uh, yeah, they're pretty, Soul Train Awards really, and BET Awards this year was actually kind of popping. They did really good. Um, I don't know, I'm getting old, man. I don't know if I could stay up. The, for the MTV Awards especially, it's just too many people who I don't know, that I don't connect with, I don't listen to their music, I don't stream it, I'm not watching these music videos from them, so it's kind of a waste of time, but I did want to give my two cents on this. Some decent performance, some surprise, you know, people, J-Lo came out there looking like a snack, she looked amazing, she going home to Ben Affleck these days, you know, the circles... The circles be circling and shit. And I'm not mad at J-Lo for keeping keeping a dude on her arm at all times. We're not, we're not upset with that at all. Uh, I feel like that's all I have to gather for the Video Music Awards. Let me know y'all's thoughts. How did y'all feel? Did y'all even stay up? Was it worth it? Did y'all even care? I don't know. How'd y'all feel about Chloe Bailey's performance? What was y'all favorite performance? Normani's performance. How'd y'all feel that? Was y'all digging that? What about listening a little Nas X? Are we standing by for a little bussy rant? I feel like we're gonna get one no later than 10 p.m. tonight. Y'all just stand tall and uh, stand firm in that. And remember, you heard it from me first. <laughs> So anyways, y'all, for real, that's all I really had to offer today. How did y'all feel about the Video Music Awards? Let me know. Contact me on the social media. Like I said, my IG is going to be at So There's That Pod on Instagram. And then you can also find me on Facebook at Keep the Kentucky Presents So There's That Podcast. Please reach out. Hit me up. Thank you for the people who nudged me and was like, girl, are you going to talk about the VMAs? I was like, yeah, I guess I mustered up something. I give y'all something. And I appreciate again. Thank you so much for still being patient, rolling with me, clicking play and hitting me up and, and keeping me honest with the show. I love y'all. Y'all stay safe out there. And I'm going to catch y'all on the next episode. So there's that, baby.